the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour two of the Tub Show with Randy Corcoran here from Saturday nights, 5 to 8 p.m. Going to have a fun show this Friday, uh, this Saturday, because we will be, I was going to fill in for Stefan, but I can't do it tomorrow. So Saturday, um, 5 to 8, because we will be fresh off the Colorado State Assembly. And for the typical, you know, Republicans, conservatives, activists who like to listen to 710 KNUS, Man, we're going to want to know what went on. Who is the new leadership team? What is their vision? And in fact, since I know virtually everybody who's running, we will see if we can get them to call in live on the show um, and uh, congratulate them and see what's next. Should be really, really great. And then um, I get the great opportunity to guest host Backbone Radio Sunday from 4 to 7. So anything we don't cover from my trip to CPAC, my conversation with Donald Trump, the GOP assembly on Saturday. We will carry over and have some great fun on Sundays with you doing the historic Backbone Radio. All right, we're going to take a pause from sharing some of the Trump speech that so many tell me that they didn't hear. I guess Fox News was kind of forced to cover it because Steve Bannon just called them out on stage. They're not covering Trump. They're, they're blackballing him, just like they did in 2016. A lot of people don't know this, that uh, they did not want Trump. Of course, they changed their tune when he became the nominee. Got a lot of, of free press there. But um, remember when that Billy Bush came out, the uh, grab women by the nether regions, uh, quote attributed to Trump and, and Paul Ryan walked away, said, I, I can't join Trump when he comes to Wisconsin. Fox News said, that's it. You're done. We're through with you. And uh, the boycott is on again. And just very, very interesting that they were sort of shamed into, I think, because they hadn't promoted covering Trump's speech at all. And they covered the full two hours. But right now, let's turn our attention to something that is becoming so prominent, not just in our considerations about future elections and who we elect. But for me, you know, my kids are grown, but three baby grandsons, uh, three and a half and under, and two in the breadbasket. One will be another boy. The other one we do not know yet. God, we're hoping for a girl. But school is ahead. School is ahead, and the public schools are a disaster. And it's the kind of issue that probably flipped the election in Virginia and elected uh, Republican governor there. It is constantly being talked about. Deb Flora here at 710 KNUS, a champion for parental choice. And there is a wonderful event coming up on Sunday that uh, we've got two wonderful ladies here to tell us about. Tamara Farah, who I've had on my show multiple times on other issues. She's the senior advisor to Best Partnerships. She can tell us all about that. And I'll butcher this, Lori Gimmelstein, I hope I'm saying that right, the Executive Director of Colorado Parent Advocacy Network. Both ladies join me now. Welcome to the Stephan Tubbs Show, and good afternoon. 
Thanks for having us. Thank you. Great to be here. You better believe it. Let's start with the new gal first, since Tamara's, you know, kind of old news around here on 710. <laughs> uh, Lori, did I, did I pronounce your last name right? You did a fantastic job, Randy. Great Excellent. job. Gimel Kain, three syllables. Perfect. <laughs> that is rare for me. I got And the way I wrote it the first time, I couldn't see the H in there, so I know I butchered it. But uh, tell folks about Colorado Parent Advocacy Network. What is it, and what do you do there? So I'm the executive director of the Colorado Parent Advocacy Network, CPAN. You can learn more about us at coloradoparents.org. Um, and what we are is a statewide organization. Uh, we are uh, building grassroots organizations in every school district in the state. We have 178 school districts, and uh, we are helping to organize and mentor parents and community stakeholders who are looking uh, to bring curricular transparency, partnerships with, with parents, and rigorous academic education back to their children's schools. Uh, we focus on that through a variety of different methods. So we have a, a lot of great initiatives that we're doing to help families, help parents, uh, help educators uh, that are really struggling in um, their uh, academic arena. And um, and so that that's what CPN is currently focused on. Um, and we're so thrilled to have the opportunity to partner with FreedomWorks, Tamara Farah, um, and Parents Know Best uh, this Sunday for this incredible event to help parents learn their legal rights uh, to advocate for their child. Very good. And we'll give everybody the details and let them know um, how to learn more and show up there if they would like uh, several times during this interview. And I've got to say, before we ha talk to Tamara a little bit and see what uh, uh, what's new with her, she's worn many hats over the course of uh, the years that <laughs> I've known her. But um, this the whole school issue, you know, Moms for America, all the different groups that came out uh, really were focused on uh, during the Virginia governor's race and has just now spread nationwide. It was such a force at CPAC, and it, you can just tell that it's growing and growing. Tamara Farah is the senior advisor for Best Partnerships now, and uh, let's find out what that is. Tamara, welcome back. Oh, thank you, Randy, and thank you, Lori. We are just so thrilled uh, to be partnering with and co-hosting with CPAN and Lori and her team. We're just thrilled with what they're doing at coloradoparents.org in Colorado, just that local presence, and they're one of our wonderful coalition partners that we have in the state. So we're thrilled to do that. And I'll just throw out here right now, um, listeners can go to parentsknowbest.com and click on events and you will find the sign up for the Sunday event. It's free. Um, it's a, at St. Thomas More Church. It starts at 2.30. Doors open at 2 on Sunday, March 12th. We have a great lineup. We have Nikki Neely coming from Parents Defending Education. She will talk about legal recourse for parents that are whose rights are being ignored or rebuffed by schools, which is often happening. I will be giving an intensive on parental rights according to federal law, state law, and precedent in courts, and basically just how-tos, how you can go to your school and request to inspect the curriculum. By federal law, you have the right to inspect all curriculum anything your child's being taught, and so much more. Um, and we just want to equip and empower parents, Randy. It's our passion. We care about these kids, like you were talking about your grandkids. 
uh, our kids in school today, you know, our kids are grown too, 34 and 30. Um, but I'm telling you, my heart just breaks for what these kids are being exposed to. So much time is being spent in the classroom on what I consider to be woke cultural issues. Um, I don't believe that belongs in school. Now, if kids are talking about it on the playground, that's one thing. But when teachers are taking up so much airtime in the classroom on that, what happens to the academics? They go out the window, and we're seeing that. And I'll end, you know, my little uh, soapbox here and give kick it back to you with this. And that is that 77% of kids uh, that graduated this last year, according to the nation's report card, um, are not proficient in math and reading. And that is tragic. That's, that's our future. Um, so we are just very committed to helping parents and helping kids. Not only have standards been low, lowered so much, and, and we see sort of the results of that long-term pattern with the fact that medical schools and law schools and college ad- admission exams, they're, they're wanting to do away with the testing and the, the merit-based entry and all of that. Yes. But, yes. but the focus on transparency, if parents had any idea the trash and the the useless, you know, sort of indoctrination kind of education versus uh, reading, writing, arithmetic, American history, world history, uh, the yeah. things that can generate pride and context for children as they go through their lives and take on the world. Uh, it's it's so important that this is happening. And I, I talk often about what I view as this great awakening that's going on in the country in a, in a host mm-hmm. of issues. But mm-hmm. nowhere is it more important than in our schools, and that's an area that conservatives, Republicans, parents in general have neglected for decades. That's why these ideologies have been able to become so ingrained there. So, mm-hmm. Lori, how did you get involved in this important work? Um, like many parents uh, across the nation, uh, two years ago, uh, three years ago, we started to see our children come home with some very controversial curriculum um, and some really different ideas, topics that weren't common around the dinner table prior to this time. Um, Our daughter at the time, her name is Jenny, and she was in sixth grade, and she came home. We were having dinner, and she shared uh, that her friend Stella was now going to be River and use he, his, him pronouns um, and be using the boys' room. And I was... uh, shocked by that conversation. She, she shared it very casually, like it wasn't really a big deal. And I'm thinking in my mind, uh, I did not get an email about this. Um, and so I just re- responded. I said, wow, that's really progressive of River's parents to ask the school to do a workshop. And Jenny said, oh, no, mommy. River goes home every day as a girl. His parents have no idea. Wow. And that, that was when my husband mm-hmm. and I, we looked at each other and we said, something is not right. And then not even two weeks later, my son, who at the time was in eighth grade, he was in language arts honors class, and he called me up to his room and asked me for some help on an assignment. And um, so I went up and I looked at the title of the assignment, and it it was, Why is Your Favorite Hobby Racist? Why? And so um, it's just examples like that. I would encourage your listeners, I'm sure several of your listeners are actually in the Cherry Creek School District where we are. Um, And I also run the Cherry Creek Parent Advocacy Network. You can go to cherrycreekparents.org, and you can 
really take a, a nice deep dive into the academics. We have plummeting academics. We have serious issues with safety, multiple mishandlings of Title IX. Last April and May, we had over 16 news stories done on Cherry Creek alone on the mishandling of Title IX with sexual and physical assault and harassment issues. Well, elaborate on that a little bit more. Uh, Elaborate on that just a little more, uh, Lori Gimmelstein. Yeah, on Title IX, because a lot of folks might not know exactly what you're talking about. It's very important. Right. Well, well, it's it's a protection that we are all offered. Um, to ensure that we, in a, in a school system, we have a safe learning environment. We are protected from assault and harassment. We have evidence of district administration um, with elementary aged students with a, a particular family. They were actually told that their daughter was not old enough to benefit from Title IX <laughs> protections. Um, and so uh, I encourage our, your listeners to go to cherrycreekparents.org, click on the uh, news button or safety button, and it will bring you into all 16 news stories that were done last April and May uh, on safety in the schools. And then um, we, you know, just in regards to what we're really seeing a tremendous amount of is this controversial curriculum, which is putting children, uh, their focus on immutable characteristics, things they cannot change, things like their skin color, their size, their gender, their sexuality, their abilities. And they're, they are intentionally pushing into the curriculum something called courageous conversations um, around eliminating the, this concept of whiteness. So whiteness is this theory that most U.S. white people most of the time have these characteristics, things like being on time, having a two, valuing a two-parent household, valuing hard work and a, a rigorous academic education. Um, and these, there's all of these examples. And we actually provide a wonderful educate and inform workshop. We, we provide them in person. We have webinars. We encourage your listeners to get in touch with us at coloradoparents.org and um, invite us. We'll come out. We'll, you can have us in your home. You can have us in your neighborhood community center. You can have us at your church. And we will share with you the harm that is being done to our children. And then you go to that next level. And we have evidence, uh, Parents Defending Education, which is one of our wonderful resources. We love Parents Defending Ed. They recently just put out an article with uh, a list of schools that is going to grow astronomically over the next few weeks um, that use hidden gender support and transition plans. So in Cherry Creek Schools, if you go to cherrycreekparents.org and click on gender plans, you're going to get to see all the evidence. And it's alarming. They literally, if a, if a child tells a teacher that they are in the wrong body, that they are the opposite gender, the school facilitates a gender transition plan. And in that plan, which we quoted and is on our website, you will see highlighted that do the parents of this child know and support this transition? Yes or no? If not, how are we going to handle this? And they talk about restroom usage, locker room usage, overnight trips, uh, all of everything. And we have emails that have gone out to all of all the educators in the school um, that it's highlighted right on the on the page for gender plans, um, just acknowledging, yes, you are not to out this child to their parents. And Valdemar Archuleta uh, is one of our biggest supporters. He's the, an LGBT um, ad ambassador for ColoradoParents.org. And he just recently testified 
up at the Capitol, we're uh, lobbying, we're opposing a, a House Bill 23103, which is being put forth by Representative Michelson Janae. She's the one that pushed uh, the I Matter program, which is interesting as well. Uh, but, you know, Baltimore got up and he testified and he said, as a, a child, you know, that was an LGBT youth, I needed the support of my parents. And had that been hidden from them, had I per- represented myself one way at school, and hidden myself at home, that is that would be terrible for me as a developing child. It's powerful testimony, so, Lori, and, and we're, we're, there's so many things to cover and so little time here, but really that's why it makes mm-hmm. it so very important that folks are aware of the event going on Sunday, this coming Sunday, 2.30, at the St. Thomas More Catholic Church. I'll let you give the website here again in a minute. But but Tamara Farah, before, before we let both of you go, uh, you know, I've seen the power of moms in action. My my own daughter had an issue with a daycare for her three-year-old son with a policy that they were going to implement. Uh, my wife now is a grandmother of five, just in, so invested in watching what's going on in these schools. We heard Lori's incredible story that got her up off the couch and into this particular issue. We know the work that led Deb Flora, a mother as well, to do so much, make a great movie and continue to push this. What got you inspired and fired up to be focusing your talents on this particular issue now? You know, again, when I first started reading about all of this, just as a political commentator a few years ago, um, just after, you know, everything had hit the fan. Um, literally, I was on my prayer walks in the morning and weeping over how tragic this is. Everything Lori just said is heartbreaking. And there are stories just like that all over the country. You know, parents know best. We work nationally and love to work with state partners so we can learn the specific things happening in states. Right here in Arizona, it was exposed. We know this already, um, and we're in Arizona now part-time, um, but you know there was a principal here in Mesa, and someone released an email or correspondence from him not to release the information written down about the kids' pronouns that they tell their teachers, do not give that to parents. We all know that's happening, but now you know somebody got a hold of that correspondence, so we have proof. Um, So these things are happening all over. As Lori said, this is so dangerous, as that gentleman said that testified, or what have you, uh, that testified at the Capitol. This is so dangerous for children. All of this got started with these transgender nonconforming gender plans. They've been doing those since before COVID. Uh, There's a famous, somewhat famous lawsuit in Florida that is still pending. It's still in process with January Littlejohn and her daughter who attempted suicide because the teachers were putting together this six-page plan for her to transition and her she couldn't tell her parents and so she was in a great place of distress. She's an elementary student attempting suicide. Um, And so the lie that they say that, you know, the kids will become suicidal if you don't let them transition, it's a lie. Um, It's the power of suggestion in the classroom. It's uh, the illusion of truth effect, where if you say something over and over enough, people will believe it's true. And they are introducing, they, the educators, the teachers, are introducing these concepts, and they're forced to do it uh, through what's coming down to them from state departments of education, federal department of education. This is all funded. Most of these programs are funded by powerful 
non-government organizations, not to mention Bill and Melinda Gates and uh, foundation uh, associated with Facebook, Kellogg Foundation. I mean, they are funding equity maps where you shouldn't have one answer. You know, so we could just carry on about it. But parents, knowbest.com for the Sunday event. We just encourage you to go there, parentsknowbest.com, and click on the uh, events, and then you can sign up. Just let us know you're coming. We would so look forward to having you uh, and talking with you and meeting you and equipping you as parents or grandparents or even just residents. (laughs) These are your tax dollars that are paying for all of this. Well, I tell you, I spent the week at CPAC last week, and 18-year-old Chloe Cole was one of the more dynamic speakers. And, you know, it's it's really hard. You always, I guess, have to look for the bright side of things, for all of the damage and drama and ongoing damage from uh, COVID vaccines and, and what the hell that we all went through for years. The fact that parents got to see what was going on in their schools yeah. via the Zoom education Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is a great blessing coming out of that horrible time, but also, in my mind, a part of the great awakening and, and uh, God's plan to get everybody awake and involved again. So, Tamara Farah, Lori Gimmelstein, I, I just can't thank you both enough. ColoradoParents.org, the event is Sunday at 2.30 in Inglewood. Everybody can get all the details, and I just appreciate your work so very much and for sharing some of it with us here on 710 KNUS. Thank you for having us. All right. Good night, ladies. And by the way, if you are a Jimmy Sangenberger fan, uh, writer for the Denver Gazette, a 710 KNUS host on Saturday mornings here, he is emceeing that event as well. So um, should be a good time, good time for all. Boy, it's 525 already. We need to jump to a break. And um, as soon as I've got you ready to jump. All right. Let's uh, let's take our break right now here on 710 KNUS. I don't know. It was welcome back, by the way. Stefan Tub Show, Randy Corcoran from Saturdays, uh, five thirty-one. And I don't know if I got depressed listening to Tamra and uh, Lori talking about just it's like they could still be talking about all the issues that are we're having to challenge in these schools. And and it is tough. It's a incredibly tough time democrat majorities and and in positions of power throughout the state of colorado uh, you could easily just uh, go home and flip on netflix and you know watch uh, uh, i don't know what's on netflix these days but it's also this time of awakening and this time of mobilization did you hear the energy that those two ladies had and they're spending a Sunday at 2.30 to help educate more parents. And you know that there will be some fraction of those participants who walk away equally inspired and get to work in their own communities. And that's really what it's all about. You can turn the page on these people. Uh, not because we're so great, we're so organized, we're so... Um, efficient at getting the job done. We're so great at coming together and, and rowing all in one direction. That's that's definitely not how we roll on this side of the aisle. But it's because we're right. It's because we don't have to lie to you to help you understand just how dramatic and important uh, the changes that are available to us if we just stay busy, stay focused, are to the future of our kids and grandkids and our country. 
I love listeners to the show and and, uh, followers, and I imagine this comes from a listener. It was sent to me on Twitter. Does anybody know about this story? And we will do. We'll finish up some some of the Trump clips, including what I think was probably the most important thing that he said. Um, Yeah, maybe not. It was one of so many. It was almost a two-hour speech. And we will definitely dump jump into the expose. And this isn't Tucker Carlson trying to spin something. It's him playing the tape, allowing America to see the parts of the video that were not shared by the theater known as the J6 Committee, the production known as the J6 Committee, exposing the injustice of the Department of Justice and the literal violations, ethical violations and legal violations and keeping evidence from defendants and their lawyers. It's incredible. We'll get into all of that. But this story was just sent to me. I'm just familiarizing myself with it. And I wonder if anybody knows about it because it is right here in Colorado. This comes from World Net Daily. And the reporter is a woman by the name of Kate Anderson. Tons of support at the state's first Satan club opens up at an elementary school. The Satanic Temple's after-school club at Paonia K-8 through in Colorado held its first meeting on Monday after a parent requested the club for her son. Club is the first of its kind in the state, was initially announced on February 21st on TST's Twitter account. What is TST, I wonder? T, is that the school? Is that the Satan club? I don't know. Anyway... The club's first meeting was held on Monday, was initially requested by a parent who complained that other students had allegedly told her that he would burn in hell because his family was agnostic. June Everett, TSD campaign director for the after-school Satan Club program and ordained, okay, the Satanic Temple, that's TST, ordained minister of the Satanic Temple, told the Daily Caller News Foundation that the first meeting was a great success. We had seven children in attendance, and you could hear the laughter from clear down the hall coming from the room. The school principal was welcoming and very professional. There were no protesters on site, and we all had a great time. We played games, did some coloring projects, and made bookmarks. In a flyer for the meeting on TST's, the Satanic Temple's Twitter account, it says that the club does not try to convert students to any religious ideology. There's a whole form here and a whole flyer and the whole nine yards. Wow. So the Satanic Club, a Satanic Club has been opened in a Colorado school in Paonia. Love to hear from anybody who knows about it. 303-696-1971. Just chipping away, right? Do they do the Pledge of Allegiance in that school? Are they allowed to pray in that school voluntarily if they want uh, before their lunch? If someone wanted to start a Christian club or some other religion or some Patriots club or some Second Amendment club. Now, I know we're talking K through eight, so maybe getting a little off there. But if, if they wanted to do that, would that be allowed in the school? Did you know that we have a satanic club at a K through eight school? Right here in lovely, beautiful, sunny Colorado. Man, oh man. 303-696-1971 is the number. 303-696-1971. Don't forget to help us in our quest to stop 
safe injection sites. House Bill 1202 headed to the governor's desk. The Colorado radicals want to allow safe injection sites. It's such, you know, Peter Boyles, Stephen Tubbs, Mark Crowley did such remarkable work on this. Was it four years ago, three years ago? I don't remember now. But when this came up last and there were a few Republicans who could oppose a bill, uh, they took off and they went up to Vancouver and and I don't remember if they stopped in, in Oregon along the way. But they took pictures. They watched these so-called safe injection sites in action. And if you go deeper, you learn about the destruction around these areas, how, you know, the, the nearby businesses and if there are residences or schools or whatever, uh, you know, it just works its way out because it is a magnet. It's a magnet for drugs. It's a magnet for crime. It's a magnet for dealing trash. These folks aren't, you know, real prone to pick up their needles after themselves. You know, they just yank it out of their neck and throw it on the ground. It's really a bad idea. So help 710KNUS kill the bill. Go to 710KNUS.com, click on the Colorado Undivided Banner, and sign the petition to tell Governor Polis to veto House Bill 1202. Stop safe injection sites. So grateful to Stephen Wells. Deep Colorado Wells IEC, he's uh, the sponsor behind this. And it's not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. We're real close to uh, governor's elections. We're in March now. I, why did I do that? I do that almost every time. Mayor elections, um, Denver, Colorado Springs. I think Grand Junction is on the slab for April. I've had uh, been receiving some emails and texts uh, as committee man questions about some of these candidates and and. Um, People's positions about them. John Tig Tigan is running for governor. Uh, Daryl Glenn, the former U.S. Senate candidate. Wayne Williams, the former Colorado Secretary of State. I know I'm leaving off one or two. But um, is there change brewing in Colorado? School board races will be happening. More elections in November. Have people had enough with what they've already seen from this radical agenda from the Democrat-controlled Colorado State Legislature? We shall see whether Colorado remains a lost cause, whether it's a one-year project or a 10-year project. Remember, the Democrats have been implementing the blueprint for what, 11, 10, 11 years now? Was it, was it even before 2012? I don't remember, but a long, long time. But the country is definitely there for the saving. Republicans out voted Democrats in 2022 by 4 million popular votes. Would have won a presidential if it had been a presidential year. And uh, red states are getting redder. Ron DeSantis, remarkable things that are going on in Florida, setting the standard. I love the contrast between fully implemented Democrat hysteria and nonsense in California and common sense. Here's what we're going to do and here's how we're going to do it conservative Republican ideas in Florida and look at the success rates. People are not leaving Florida to try and claw their way into California. They're not leaving Florida to try and claw their way back into New York city. Man, everybody is going the opposite way. And so looking around the country, taking that satellite view, 
There is great reason for optimism and hope, and uh, man, I hope you feel that way. And if you don't, call me. Let's talk about it. And and I'm you know on the air, off the air. Three zero three six nine six nineteen seventy one is the number. But uh, we need everybody involved. We need everybody focused. And I, I'm heartened by the way different facets of the Republican Party are starting to reach out and try and communicate with each other to see if there isn't maybe a common path ahead. Very, very interesting times that we're living in, even here in deep, dark blue Colorado. All right, it's 541. We're going to finish up the Donald Trump CPAC speech, not all of it, two hours worth, um, but the, the cuts that we took out, some more important policy and just powerful support of people like you and me, uh, who want nothing more than to be left alone, to live our lives, to let everybody have equal opportunity to exceed to the best of their individual ability and stop all of this coercion, stop all of this nonsense, stop all of this indoctrination, especially in our schools. Uh, who's going to be the best person to be the spokesman or woman for that as we head into 2024? Very, very interesting times. But right now, 542, time for an update of news. Lori Kelman's in the newsroom. I'm Randy Corcoran, Stefan Tubbs Show here, 710 KNUS. It's really you selecting this music, Leroy? Is this your stuff? Okay. Because... <laughs> Man, I look at you, and I, I imagine you on your Harley rolling down the road with a beard in your hand, a cigar hanging out of your mouth, and I just don't see you playing uh, cake near the ocean. I just don't see it. All right, we're back. Stephen Tub Show, 547. And um, and I was going to move on from this satanic club at a K-8, through an elementary school, in just a second. First, text messages have been rolling in. Randy, I heard about the satanic club a day or so ago. It gets more depressing to live here every day. So sad the way our beautiful state is being destroyed. And yeah, I, I get it. But I'll tell you what, don't get depressed. Don't get sad. Get angry. Get motivated. Talk to people. Find like-minded folks. Find a way to get involved. Uh, right? If your energy's low, your health isn't good, write a check. Write a letter. Uh, just so many ways to contribute to the Great Awakening. Because... This is not mainstream stuff. Mainstream Americans do not buy this garbage. Uh, during the break, I was looking a little deeper and uh, had a chance to open up this pamphlet for the Satanic Temple and the, the Satan Club at Paonia K-8. through And it's sponsored by the Satanic Temple and Reason Alliance. Okay, more information, thesatanictemple.com. Parents, your children will learn benevolence and empathy, critical thinking, problem solving, creative expression, personal sovereignty, compassion. Personal sovereignty? Really? <laughs> From Okay. Um, that and our, con our current school curriculums don't fit very well to me. But here's what it says. The Satanic Temple is a non-theistic religion that views Satan as a literary figure who represents a metaphorical construct of rejecting tyranny and championing the human mind and spirit. Now, you know, the metaphorical constructs and rejecting tyranny are very important to my kindergartner, my first grader, my second grader, K through eight, remember this club. Satan Club does not attempt to convert children to any religious ideology. Instead, the Satanic Temple supports children to think for themselves 
All after-school Satan clubs are based on activities centered around the seven fundamental tenets, which I should probably look up, and emphasize a scientific, rationalist, non-superstitious world view. This is incredibly, this, this strikes me of like Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. It, it reminds me of Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals, because remember, he references Lucifer as well. He, uh, you know, a lot of, I've said this before, and a lot of people say dedication, not exactly a dedication, but here's what rules for radicals author Saul Alinsky said about Lucifer, lest we forget at least an over the shoulder acknowledgement to the very first radical from our, all our legends, mythology, and history. And who is to know where mythology leaves off and history begins, or which is which? The first radical known to man who rebelled against the establishment and did it so effectively that he at least won his own kingdom, Lucifer, Saul Alinsky. I guess they forget how it turns out for Lucifer, huh? How, who wins in the end? Lucifer's evil. Satan personifies evil. And they're trying to brainwash parents and then these kids into thinking that by coming into the satanic temple, you will learn to fight back against tyranny and champion human mind and spirit and, and sovereignty and all of those things. There is evil in the world and it is among us now and it's in a, a I don't know exactly where Paonia is in Colorado. It's, I think it's probably eastern. Is it at the eastern plains? Oh, it's west. It's, is it in the mountains? Where, where is it near? Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Well, I'll tell you, the, I have learned from the years I used to take my mom to Salida just how radically left-wing that area has gotten. And uh, you got to go through fair play to get there. So uh, would you sign your child up for the satanic club? Put on by the Satanic Temple. They've got their emblem is great. So the Satanic Temple After School Satan Club with this picture of the devil and his horns and big boogie eyes and a curly mustache and a beard with the curl on the end of it holding up what looks like the peace sign. Sort of a smile on his face. Not a harmful looking figure. You know, the Bible has tremendous good, all good, represented by God. And it's got evil represented by Satan. Look at how they're chipping away from the foundations of America. And since I'm still on this rant and we've got a whole nother hour of the show to go, Kurt Clay, the assistant superintendent of the Delton County School District, said that first, this is not a school sponsored club in any form. TST, the Satanic Temple, uses the word club in their title. But the school does not sponsor this as a school activity. By policy, the school's job is to stay neutral and treat all equally. Really? Treat all equally. Treat cutting off the breasts and mutilating the genitals of young children to support their gender dysphoric fantasies or confusions or mental health issues while they are still children. We have to treat that idea equally. Putting sexually explicit books in the front of our school libraries and directing children to, 
to them and telling them if they come and, and express a curiosity, hey, if you like that, if you want to learn more, there are more books like that. I can direct you to them. We have to treat all equally. The hell we do. No, we don't. The government is required to treat people equally under the law. And I don't want my government uh, telling someone what they can or can't say or think. But we as parents get to decide, get to influence, get to take part in what values, what tenets, what history, what perspectives we want taught in our schools. And they're hiding it from you. They've been working their way into these institutions for literally decades and they don't want parents to know about it. And those days are over. I just love it. It's too slow. It happens on a clock that does not move nearly fast enough for me. But if you take a moment and see just how desperately bad the pendulum has swung, Remember that it always comes roaring back. And we're at this point. This is one of the reasons why I think Trump popularity remains so high. He doesn't back down. New York Times is saying he's going to be indicted, probably for his phone call to Brad Roethlisberger in Georgia. It's complete and utter nonsense. Complete and utter nonsense. But he doesn't back down. We're at the point where either the deep state, the ideologues, the crazies on the left, the socialists and Marxists and outright communists, self-described here in Colorado by many, are either going to take away everything that is great and good and powerful and free and successful about America, or we're going to claw it back. I know which side I'm on. I know which side I believe will prevail. And that's what keeps me here with a smile on my face, getting up early and staying up late every single day, sometimes seven days a week to carry on these fights. And remember, even Joe Biden is aware of what's coming. Guess what? You may remember I was running for office at the time, but you all may remember it, that the, I had a big fight with uh, the former president. Uh, and maybe future president. Yep. Bless me, Father. Anyway. <laughs> oh, his audience was not a fan of that. Here was another great policy statement by Donald Trump. Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, I will have the disastrous war between Russia and Ukraine settled. It will be settled quickly. Quickly. I will get the problem solved, and I will get it solved in rapid order. And it will take me no longer than one day. I know exactly what to say to each of them. I got along with very well with them. I got along very well with Putin, even though I'm the one that ended his pipeline. Remember, they said, Trump is giving a lot to Russia. Really? Putin actually said to me, if you're my friend, I'd hate like hell to see you as my enemy. And does anybody doubt it when Donald Trump says that? I mean, look at the things that happen. Forget the chaos, the lies, the constant pushback. The media attacks round the clock, the people inside and outside the administration trying to stop and and mischaracterize. Look at what he did. He got it done. Great text coming in regarding the Satanic Club. Wonder if they allow the Boy Scouts 
in that school. Most schools don't anymore, or they charge them so much it's prohibitive. Of course, they're pretty much, they've are pretty much destroyed that organization also. Man, is that true. All right, we're turning our attentions to J6 when we come back. Final hour of the Stephen Tubbs Show on 710 KNUS. Hey, everybody. Randy Corcoran back live Saturday and a bonus edition when I guest host Backbone Radio. Inside stories from CPAC, my chat with Donald Trump, and why the old guard Republicans are desperate to stop him in his tracks. Yeah, that's worked well for Democrats so far. And in Colorado, I'll be fresh off the state assembly, the election of a new state GOP leadership team. Now what? Saturday. Wake up with Randy Corcoran. Saturday nights from 5 to 8 on News Talk 710 KNUS. Hi, it's Peter Boyles here from my friend David Ellison Cherry Creek. Now is the time to get a professional appraisal for all those past family valuables that you've tucked away at home. You could be sitting on a fortune in cash and David Ellis Jewelers pays top dollar for your diamonds, your gold, sterling silver, wedding bands, and Rolex watches. You get instant cash on the spot. David offers confidential evaluations on precious metals, coins, silver sets, estate sale jewelry, and other antique items. David Ellis Jewelers been buying precious metals and antiques in Colorado for decades. He's the one I trust. No obligation, free appraisal, private and confidential. See for yourself the expansive showroom David Ellis Jewelers and tell them Peter Boyle sent you. And look for the black awning on the corner, 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. Explore online, davidellisjewelry.com. Call my friend David Ellis, 303-322-8779. You'll be glad you did. Radical abortion bills, record drug overdoses, skyrocketing crime, wildfires and wolves. Oh, my. What are we to do? Join Jeff Hunt, director of the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University for Centennial Institute's Frontier Freedom Hour. Sunday afternoons at 1. As a leading Colorado conservative, Jeff will address issues impacting our culture from a biblical perspective. Tune in to Frontier Freedom Hour, Sundays at 1 p.m. on 710 KNUS. KNUS Denver. Hi, this is George Brockler. Join me weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. only on News Talk 710 KNUS Denver's local. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.